In this episode, we talk about journaling and the surprising benefits it can have on both your psychological and physical self. Crack open that notebook because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Change. This episode's music is the song This Year by Cooper. More specifically, it's the Fox Stevenson remix, and I chose it for the light, poppy theme that we can all find refreshing on a Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, by the way. Check out the link to the song in the description and enjoy the tunes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple research back strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and back in episode five, I introduced you to four awesome alternatives to meditation. These alternatives were coloring, yoga, deliberate practice, and journaling. In today's episode, we're going to dive a bit further into that last one journaling. So this past Christmas, my girlfriend got me a beautiful leather-bound journal. I've wanted one for some time, so since then, I've been writing in it at least once a day. I call it my everything journal, and it's meant to serve as a place for me to record my personal thoughts, anxieties, fears, things related to the Tiny Leaps brand and this podcast, etc., etc., etc. Basically, it's meant to be a reflection of my life at this current moment, the things I'm most concerned about, and the direction I want to go in. It's been an incredible practice, and now I can't imagine going more than a few days without writing. But imagine my surprise when I started researching for this episode and realized that journaling has some pretty unique long-term effects. Let's dive into some of them. In an article titled A New Reason for Keeping a Diary on the APA website, the APA, of course, being the American Psychological Association, Siri Carpenter writes, Research published in an issue of APA's Journal of Experimental Psychology indicates that expressive writing reduces intrusive and avoidant thoughts about negative events and improves working memory. These improvements, researchers believe, may in turn free up our cognitive resources for other mental activities, including our ability to cope more effectively with stress. End quote. Journaling can improve our ability to cope with stress because it gives us a place to put our thoughts, stresses, and ideas. Think about it this way. If you had too much cash in your pocket and you tried to add more, you'd eventually run out of space and everything would fall out. But if you went to a bank and deposited the cash you had on you, it would give you the space needed to add more to your pocket. Now, that's a very silly example, but it's the same general idea. By journaling, you're depositing your thoughts and experiences in order to make room for more. This part isn't necessarily surprising, but it is important to remember. The surprising part comes next. In an article titled The Health Benefits of Journaling on Psych Central, Maud Purcell writes, There is increasing evidence to support the notion that journaling has a positive impact on physical well-being. The University of Texas at Austin psychologist and researcher James Pennebacher contends that regular journaling strengthens immune cells called T lymphocytes. Other research indicates 
indicates that journaling decreases the symptoms of asthma and rheumatoid arthritis. Pennebacher believes that writing about stressful events helps you come to terms with them, thus reducing the impact of these stressors on your physical health. End quote. This blew me away. So journaling is not only beneficial for our psychology, but it can actually have a real-world physical effect by improving our physical responses to stress and anxiety. Now, that obviously makes a lot of sense, but I've never thought about it that way. There's one more thing I need to share, though, and this one's important. While there are numerous benefits to journaling, there's also been some research to show that it could have negative outcomes if done for the wrong reasons. In an article titled The Good and the Bad of Journaling, published on the Psychology Today website, Dr. Stephen Stosny writes, Outcome research on the benefits of journaling shows mixed results. Sometimes keeping a journal of your thoughts, feelings, and experiences helps, but often it makes things worse. In general, it is likely to hurt if it tries to help you know yourself in isolation and helps if it leads to greater understanding and behavior change in your interactions with others. End quote. Okay, I want to bring all of this together. Journaling is an incredible tool that we have at our disposal to create both long-term and short-term changes in our lives. Writing down our experiences, stresses, fears, and emotions can be a fantastic way to get them off our minds in order to create room for more experiences. This process can also have a very physical effect simply by reducing the effect stress has on our bodies over time. But With all of that said, journaling needs to be done the right way in order to have the best outcome. It should be used as a tool for reflection and behavior change rather than as a tool to discover who you are. Discovering who you are comes from the experiences you have. Journaling is simply a way to collect those experiences and learn from them. Pretty cool, right? Let's get into the quest. This episode's quest is to sit down, grab a pen and paper, and write 200 words about your day. Don't worry, you don't have to go back through and count the words, just write until you feel like you've hit 200. The goal here is to get yourself writing, reflecting on your experiences, and depositing what has already happened in order to make room for what will come next. Once you're done writing, feel free to throw it away or burn it or do whatever you want to do. Post to Twitter or Instagram with the words, I just wrote 200 words and I loved it. And use the hashtag MyTinyLeaps to get 20 points. Throughout February, I am making myself available to you for one hour every single weekday. This means that you and I can hop on a Skype chat, Google Hangout, or phone call and talk about anything and everything that matters to you. To sign up for one of these calls, go to tinyleapschat.com, and it'll take you to my personal calendar. This page will let you choose a date and time that works for you, and everything will be smooth sailing from there. That's it for episode 30. If you'd like to sign up to receive an alert when our next episode publishes, all you have to do is text the word TINY to 38470 right now, and you'll get enrolled. With that said... Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show so far, the greatest compliment you could pay it is leaving a rating and review on iTunes, as well as subscribing to get future episodes. Here's a great review by a listener named Podcast Mom. Quote, thanks for creating this. I'm learning so much. End quote. No, thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope that you've been enjoying the latest episodes, and I hope that you're still subscribed. If you'd like to have your review read on the show... Well, you've got to leave one. So go ahead and do it so that I can have the pleasure of reading your name and your review on the air. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, 
All big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Can we go right back to the-